0: Hey everybody, it's Monday, November 21st, and Texas Rangers with the boys is back. Today we're going to discuss the catching position. Is Jonah Heim the starting catcher for 2023, or is it Mitch Garver? Or is it somebody we're not even discussing just yet? All that and more today on Texas Rangers with the boys.
1: Welcome everyone to the Texas with the boys. I'm your co host, Kevin Frazier. You can find me on Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier. And here with me is my co host, the man, the myth, the legend, Manimal, aka Bull. Bull, why don't you tell them where they can find you on socials?
0: Uh, You can find me at Manimal Bull on Twitter, at Manimal300 on Instagram. And like we said, if you're old like we are and still have Facebook, you can uh, you can get with me on there at, at Bull Pro.
1: Amazing, amazing, yeah! If you want to check me out on Instagram, Kevin Lee Fraser is the other good one. Um, but hey, Bull, how's it going? Thanksgiving week? I mean, it's 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 getting time for food. How you doing, man? Talk to me.
0: I've had dreams about stuffing every day for since November first. Let's be honest. That's my favorite part about Thanksgiving is stuffing. And not really just stuffing, only my mother's stuffing.
1: Oh, oh, oh man, Mama pro. Mama pro.
0: She makes the best stuffing.
1: Well, so me personally it's the pecan pie. That's my that's my, my favorite thing about Thanksgiving. And then I like a good macaroni and cheese with bacon, with some bacon in it. Uh, that's okay. another. That's another big go-to. Uh, but of course, I do love the traditional, traditional stuffing and the dark meat on the turkey.
0: Okay, turkey okay. leg, the, the dark wrong with meat.
1: That. That. Obviously, I said three things instead of one, but yeah, we're we're getting <laughs> good. of course, of course. What is Thanksgiving without the Dallas Cowboys? I always love the cowboy game going on in the afternoon. That's another big highlight. Uh, and, and luckily Texas. for
0: me this year, we're going to get uh, Buffalo Bills in the morning.
1: Oh, yeah, we got the Bills on. Oh, that'll be exciting. A good game for Detroit. Sometimes those Detroit games are like, man, why, why, what, who, who thought of this? Anyway, this is not man. a football show. <laughs> this, this is a baseball show. We are Texas Rangers. We are the boys, a.k.a. the brothers, So, (laughs) Bull, brother, so I'm excited about the show today. Obviously, I think you and I are both big fans um, of – pitching is a big issue right now with the Rangers. We talked that link. But what is a pitcher without a good catcher? You know, having a good – having a guy behind the plate that can – I don't know if they call games anymore, but that can at least be a stabilizing factor for the pitchers. I think besides pitcher – Catcher is probably the second most important position on the field. Of course, we can argue about that all day, but that's, that's my take. So I'm pumped up about catchers. My mom was a big uh, catch, fan of catchers. Tony Pena was her favorite player growing up. And so I'm pumped. I'm really excited to see what's going on with the Rangers. I think we're going to talk a little bit about what we got uh, at the major league level, what's at the minor league level, and then we'll talk about free agents. I think at first – I think the first and most obvious is going to be Jonah Heim. And, uh, you know, we weren't expecting him to be the everyday catcher, but somehow he hit his way and played his way into that spot. What do you think about Jonah Heim for 2023? you
0: know exactly how Jonah Heim ended up as the catcher for the Texas Rangers last year because (sighs) they – Decided that they had too much catching depth last year. Yeah. And they went out and got Mitch Garver. And decided they were going to get a hit first catcher. And they traded Jose Trevino to New York. And yeah. that, that hit first catcher that they went out and got just happened to be Mitch Garver. Mitch Garver has never stayed healthy in his career. I think he has one season where he stayed healthy. And the Rangers were taking a shot on him because they wanted to get rid of IK, IKF. And and I'm fine with getting rid of IKF. They had they had Corey Seager and they thought Josh Young was going to be their starting third baseman last year. So I, I get every move that they made. But Mitch Garver cannot stay healthy. No. So no. that's how Jonah Heim ended up as the catcher last year for the for the Texas Rangers. It had nothing to do with him needing him. Mean, but he played well. He played well. well. He played well enough to be. But Jonah Heim is the catcher of the team because Mitch, Mitch Garber cannot stay healthy.
1: Well, you know, the, uh, a broken clock is right twice a day. And I want to say, YBK, your boy Kev, was 110% against being com- being comfortable with Mitch Garver. And even as I threw out on Twitter today, I don't think this guy is good for more than 50, 60 games. I don't know if he's even good for that. And to think and rely on him as a catcher, for me, was never realistic. It's still not realistic. And I think he's got a great bat. And given that we don't have like a legitimate like lockdown DH, I think it would be better to go either get a catcher or have somebody else, but not put catching gear on this guy one time. Because I bet if we could get a hundred games, one hundred and ten games out of his bat, we could see twenty, twenty-five homers from him if we could just keep him healthy. So I don't know. That that's my take on Mitch Garver. I, I'm not a hater. I'm not against him, but there's a there's there's a 30% chance that he actually will play the whole season based on his career. So that's where, you know, where I stand on it. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of of Trevino either.
0: I'm not too far off from where where you stand, but uh, Mitch Garver's going to catch if he's on this team next year, it uh, it may not be full time, but he's going to probably be the backup catcher unless they completely make a move of, of putting him in the DH role, but that would still be the biggest factor right now with the DH is the Rangers have Brad Miller on their 40-man roster and are on the books for $4 with him next year. And they have to make a decision on whether they want to pay $4 million for Brad Miller to sit at home or they want to continue to let him hit 185 in the league. (laughs)
1: I, I'm not a I'm not a Brad Miller fan either. What about Sam Huff? I mean, is there a chance that Sam Huff and Jonah Heim just duke it out uh, for that that starting catcher position next year?
0: I wouldn't. I w- it wouldn't hurt my feelings. If, I mean, like I could see a lot more like this happening. Though that like Sam Huff is kind of playing first base on a on a regular basis next year, and Nate Lowe. See, I don't know. I mean, he just got to. Like I, like I said, you know, uh, Brad Miller is just in the way of a lot of things happening for this, the catcher position. So oh, I think cold. Sam and Huff Brad probably Miller. starts the year at AAA. I think Mitch Garber goes in and maybe a backup role, and and Sam Huff plays every day at Triple H, uh, I mean, AAA behind the plate.
1: Ugh. I just yeah. think like with Huff, I'm kind of like. Let's let's at least like try this guy until the wheels fall off, and well, if it doesn't work, then go get somebody. But it's like he's twenty. What twenty seven next year? Uh,
0: I don't know. I couldn't tell you the age on Huff. I'm not a hundred percent sure. It might. Uh, I mean, how I think long he's twenty four. He's twenty four, so it's not like he's old. So I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, there's no reason why he. Uh, wouldn't be in the market to be traded this offseason, or be pa- in a package this offseason if it's the right package. There's no reason to believe that's not the case that that can't happen. Um, and there's also no reason to believe that uh, you know that uh, Mitch Garver and uh, Jonah Heim couldn't be shipped off in the right package too. So, I mean, we'll see what we've got coming into spring training. But as of right now, I would say. Jonaheim is probably the starting catcher. Mitch Garver is probably the backup catcher. And Sam Huff will probably start the year in AAA.
1: Oh, man. Well, I with all that being said, I'm not – I can't say I'm super excited about the catching situation. What What about in the minor well, leagues?
0: Well, before we talk about the minor leagues, I don't think there's any reason to believe that Jonaheim won't improve. I think uh, – I mean – he really fell off down the stretch last year. And that may have just been the fact that he hasn't played 160 baseball games or, I mean, I'm sure he played more like 140 or 135, but uh, he probably hasn't ever played that many baseball games before in a year and especially hasn't caught 115 or however many he caught. So um, I think that he's going to get better as he figures out the grind. So I don't think there's any reason to believe that he can't do the job. I just, you know, he's not going to excite people.
1: I mean, but, if you hit 250, if you hit two hundred and fifty, twenty 20 homers, and say 70 runs batted in from that catching position, I mean, you're pretty much an all-star in this. I mean, there's not a bunch yeah, of just, man, these catchers are so great guys out there.
0: I mean, that's a lot of the reason why people, when they talk about – a uh, real Muto that they think he's like a well, Hall of Fame caliber just because everybody else is so bad, right? Not uh, because I yeah. mean, he, not that he's not good. Don't get that wrong. But like, he's like an all-star guy. I, I mean, he may end up, he may end up being a Hall of Famer based on uh, being the best player in his position during his era. So, I mean, I can't rule out that he's not a Hall of Famer. But he's more like Scott Rowland than. You know, it's rough. Babe Ruth. <laughs> like, yeah, mean, Ray Ray <laughs> Muto
1: as a as a as a Hall of Famer is a little bit rough, but I think it just tells you the the status, the state of that position. And and actually, you know, I like your optimism. I do believe that if Jonah Heim, I think for one, if Jonah Heim doesn't have to catch a hundred and forty games, if he can, if there's somebody else there that can pull the weight for. 30 40 games maybe that can help you know just solid number two i think yeah. it helps him a lot to be able to you know take a few nights off and stay fresh because i don't think anybody wants their catcher catching more than 130 games in this, in this no one does. day and age yeah no so and, and i'm with you i i don't think Heim is out by any stretch of the word and i'm not looking to replace him i'm just one to You know, I'm just believing if they throw Garver back there, all of a sudden he's going to, his pinky's going to fall off or he's going to get turf toe or he'll tear an MCL. So I feel like we're going to be looking at Sam Huff at some point um, as catcher number two. And I just wonder, you know, do you think he's good enough to take 40 40 games uh, if, if for some reason we can't get that out of Garver?
0: Well, there's no reason to believe that Sam Huff, again, I mean, he was up for a little bit last year. He had a little success early in the season and the pitchers kind of made adjustments and he didn't have as much success after that. Um, But he went back to AAA and, you know, I mean, his power got, you know, he had big (laughs) power numbers and I mean, he hit for a little bit of an average and, 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 you know, so he's ready to be a big leaguer. He's just got to make the adjustments to be a big leaguer and, 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 have a little bit of power whenever he hits and he can't strike out 33% of the time. And, you know, his numbers just have to be a little bit better because I mean, like we said, you know, you can't strike out 250 times a season. So you got to get that under control. Um, As far as like that that next level of catcher or the next up guys Uh that are kind of getting ready after him are, and Matt Watley's been with the organization for a lot of years, and he's a he's a guy that's probably going to catch quite a bit at AAA next year. Especially if you know week and a half into the season, Garver's on the ten day. They're yeah. going to need Huff up, you know. So who knows? Well, I mean, let's not put that evil on on Mitch Garver either. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean but I, I'm going to play I'm on the team. To... I want him healthy. Right.
1: Well, and I'm not trying to like condemn him to anything, but. He just has not. Sh- I mean, it was so predictable last year. Now I have a question about about Huff, and I think this is a term that we can we can use on the show because I think we'll use it more than one time. Is he like a, a quadruple A guy? <laughs> have you ever heard this term? It's not triple A, not MLB. He's somewhere where he can rake at triple A and double A, but when he gets to the big leagues, it just it, it doesn't come together for him. It, do you think he's going to no,
0: end up being one of those guys? No, no, not necessarily. Again, you, you also just thought he was 27, and he's 24. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, if they're going to keep gonna... him on the 40, they didn't non-tender him. They didn't do, you know, so, I mean, if they, they plan on seeing if he's going to pan out, and I think that probably early in the season he will get a chance to catch some in the big leagues, and we'll see what he does from there and kind of find out whether he is a – a quadruple leaguer or whatever or if he's a major league <laughs> a player but yeah yeah he plays a, he's a quadruple a guy
1: hey, but the guy can hit some moonshots i think of the guy does home hit, hit moonshots <laughs> the longest home runs i've seen like in the last two or three years is always sam huff just blasting some 460 foot homer so yeah well, something over the batter's eye some, tell me some more about the triple a guys he, you say, or the the minor leaguers. You say they got Watson, Watley. Tell me Matt a little, Watley. Tell me a little about him, and then who else is out there? Um, the Wattley. Watley. I don't know
0: if he's a. Uh, I don't know if he's a major league baseball player or not just yet. I mean, he might be a good backup somewhere down the road. Um, and then Cody Freeman is a guy that they just sent to the fall league, so they like him. Um, he. He had a pretty good. He had a pretty good year this year. Matt Watley is going to be 27 next year, not Sam uh, and and Cody Freeman. He's he's 21 years old, so he's a young guy. He's he's kind of working his way up the the league because I mean he's been in the organization since 2019. So you know next year he's going to be a rule a guy that could be eligible for the rule five. So we got to find out whether he's going to be something that. The, the team you know if he's going to be with the team in the next couple of years or not and then the guys the young guys Nar- Narvez he's, he's still a little bit away so, uh, other than that not a ton of those guys look like big time prospects with who they've got mm-hmm. elsewhere so the uh, catcher may become another position of importance in the first round this year in the draft, especially if they're drafting first or second.
1: Well, especially if you're going to be investing all this time and coaching and, and money into pitching, um, I mean, you. I, I don't know, maybe I'm just crazy, but I feel like that catching is a huge factor for especially young pitching. Um, when you got young pitchers coming up, I just feel like having a – Catcher back there that can be a stabilizing uh, figure to them, I think is a big deal, and it doesn't always have to be a veteran guy. It just has to be a guy that has some poise, has that composure, kind of has that that ability to kind of take a, a, a rough situation. And you being a you know also you know full full disclosure, bull grew up a, a Cardinals fan, but you being a Cardinals fan, I mean, you've seen the value. As well, you've seen the value of a guy like uh, Molina, Yadier Molina, and how much of an impact that has on a, on a pitching staff. I just well, love and the not Raiders just, to have a guy like
0: that. Not just uh, Yadier Molina, because before Yadier Molina, I mean, they had Mike Matheny, and before Mike Matheny, they had – well, before – you know, when I was a kid watching them, they had Tom Pagnazzi, Todd Zeal, guys that were – there were ballplayers, ballplayers. They kind of were back there behind the plate. So they, you know, uh, uh, and you talked about Tony Payne earlier. He was a Cardinal when I was a kid quite a bit. So, you know, uh, those those are just kind of ballplayers, ballplayers. And you, we always talk about the best managers are former catchers. And, you know, Bochy's a former catcher. So he's one of those guys that, you know, they're, most of the really great managers these days seem to be. You know, old catchers.
1: Bring in uh, uh, before, uh, before we ended up in the So it, I'm a big agree. I agree with that too, big time. And I think it also lends to kind of the maybe the the the, the importance that the Rangers might need to be putting on finding some decent catching for the. We literally ran out of stuff to, to talk about, about, and we're talking about catchers for the Cardinals. You know. So I think that that tells us that maybe the Rangers need to need to figure something out on that end. But the other thing I wanted to, I guess it's a good time to next subject, which would be what's out there free the agency. I mean, we let Trevino walk, which I'm not sure if that was an upgrade, if that was a good move, given that you know he probably hit as well as Garver would have hit.
0: No, 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 uh, no. They didn't let Trevino walk.
1: Or they they traded- actually
0: traded. Trevino for pitching that ended up back on the Yankees last year.
1: Wow. Well, I digress. So they, they didn't let him walk, but in a sense, they kind of did.
0: More so even sent him packing, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, but I guess who is is Trevino out there? And then if he's not, like, who's out there that maybe would be a good guy if, you know, you want to go ahead and move on from Miller, look at a couple of these guys, Huff, the Huff and the, the Garver, as possible DH, that they could get on the free agent market that, you know, might might be a good asset uh, to this to this club.
0: Well, there's some catchers out there. There's some pretty good um, catchers out there. I mean, Wilson Contreras from Chicago is a good catcher. Woo! I think Mike Zadino is a pretty good catcher. Uh, Omar Narvaez is a pretty good catcher. Gary Sanchez is a pretty good hitter. He's a good hitter. Uh, (laughs) 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 I don't know if I want him catching every day, but he's a pretty good hitter. Um, And then, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that they're going to spend any money on catching this year. I'm not 100% sure. They do have depth. So right. and, uh, you know they have some depth, even that it may be tradable. So if there's somebody available that might, uh, you know, might spark them, but uh, you know, there's uh, what's the is it Anderson from the A's? What, what's that kid's name? He's kind of been catching a. He's been catching a little oh. bit of a. Um, a buzz lately on being for available from the a's the cardinals seem to be interested uh,
1: gosh, what about so so the name you brought up that while you're while you're probably digging around right now but one of the names you brought up you know anytime a guy like contreras pops up on the market it may make you consider you know that might make you consider hey let's sign him and then trade the, trade some of the assets we've got to fill a hole elsewhere how interested would you be in Wilson Contreras coming in to provide some veteran leadership um, you might even still be able to keep Haim I don't, I don't know if that's what you'd want to do but how, how interested would you be in Contreras because to me that guy's a baller he's excited said it'd be an exciting thing to bring in um, a guy of that caliber do you, do you think that would be something the Rangers could do or not could know. do, but
0: would do. I don't know. I, I doubt it. I don't think yeah. that that's somebody that's probably – I mean, I'm sure he's on their radar of guys that – but they do have a lot of – you know, they have a lot of catching right now with, like we said, Garver, Heim, Huff. Those guys are going – probably catching the big leagues next year for for the, the Rangers. So, yeah. you know, So
1: it man. looks like we're – we're solid where we're at.
0: Sean Murphy so, is the guy that I was trying to think of a minute ago. Uh, oh,
1: for the, for the athletics?
0: For the A's, yeah. That's the guy I was trying to think of. I couldn't think of his name to save my life. <laughs> that happens to me a lot. Well, you know, know.
1: It, is, it is what it is. You know, we, we, we've, we've taken a few shots to the head here and there. A couple.
0: Man, a couple I'm still shots blind. to the head.
1: <laughs> well... I'm uh, I'm not, but uh, the, the effects still linger. So it feels like we're we're, we're coming think, in for a landing here.
0: But but to finish that up, just to finish a thought, I mean, I would be more okay. interested in bringing Sean Murphy over on two years of uh, control than I would be in signing Wilson Contreras for six years.
1: Okay, well, tell the people why you think that's a better idea. Because this sounds a this is a bull strategy, like. And you're not the only, I mean, obviously the team, MLB teams do this all the time, but tell tell the people why you think, because you've done, you've told me this before, why you think this is a better strategy. So well, why, why always, do you think bringing a guy with control is a, is a good strategy?
0: I always think it's a better strategy to bring guys in that have less control, especially at premium positions like catcher, because it gets them in your organization, gets them to see how you do things from a day-to-day perspective you don't ever let them walk out of the, the city again. That's the that's why I would do it, because if Sean Murphy is a guy that's going to be a plus plus defender and a plus off offender, those there aren't those guys in the big leagues. And if in two years he is still there doing that, then you absolutely want that guy in your on your in your fran- or on your franchise or on your team for the next several years. And then you just don't ever let him leave
1: right <laughs> yeah no I, I get it i get it i think that's a great plan and, and um i think and, we have-
0: and the free agent way to to slice that up i mean free agents don't always work out and really kind of free agents hardly ever work out i mean there's good free agents that have worked out and that but there's also i mean we all the the one that we always argue about is Soo chu Neither one of yeah. us really particularly liked Shinsu Chu, but the other outfielder available in that free agent class was Jacoby Ellsbury. And that guy didn't even finish his contract and was done with baseball by 32. So, roundaboutly, yeah. Shinsu Chu was the better get. Yeah. But for he sure. was still just Shinsu Chu. It's like getting yeah. when you want an Xbox for Christmas, but you get a pair of socks. <laughs>
1: You didn't even go with like the little handheld video game. No, you no, no, with, no socks. Pair like, of socks
0: or underwear <laughs> or something like that. Like it, it's like you're like expecting something good, and you open the box, and it's like even an Xbox box, and you pull it open, and it's just socks and underwear. <laughs> like man, your folks even live.
1: I even feel bad, but that made me feel like I was disappointed, and it didn't even happen. you know, what's funny, you bring up a good point, though, because a lot of times when these guys go to free agency, the way the Major League, you know, contract rules and player control is It's their prime, you know, they're already somewhat damaged goods. Rarely do you get someone that's like right in their peak. Uh, We kind of got lucky with uh, Corey Seager uh, because we caught him right at that kind of at at his at the peak. But most of the times with free with free agents, you don't you don't get them at twenty four, you know. There's usually still control by the current the team. So I well, see what your is, point. It's a good if, point.
0: If you're if you even if you get to the big leagues by twenty, you're going to be twenty six when you hit free agency that first time. Crazy. Yeah. That's so. Crazy.
1: It's just crazy. I mean, it gives it just it doesn't. It's, it's a whole other. Bag it's a hundred percent
0: a move to make teams that wouldn't be competitive competitive. If if you just coming through the big leagues like you got to the big leagues and after your first year you were, you were a free agent. Like, why wouldn't the Yankees just have twenty five guys or twenty six guys on their team that are just all the best player at the position? Is to make teams like you know. Even our Texas Rangers that aren't always big spenders, competitive because they at least they've got those guys that they developed.
1: Yep, yep, yep. That's how you see some of these kind of money ball type teams uh, cycle through good teams every year, three or four years. Scared.
0: They get yeah. they get a bunch of good guys from for guys that were good every time they have. Every time it gets expensive, they just send away their good guys for for young guys, and then they turn those young guys into big guys, and then they send they win a little bit, and then they send the big guys away, and they re, they break down and rebuild, and you know, it sucks for Oakland fans because they're on the cusp of winning something, and then they if they don't win right then, it's it's done, and they break it down, and then they start again. But you know, I mean, is anybody counting out Oakland in 20? 27
1: or even 2024 2025 because they a lot of times these guys come out of these guys accelerate their development and they turn out to be good when you're not expecting them absolutely We we see it happen we see it happen all the time with oakland um so boy i think it's time for us to maybe uh come in for a landing here So before we get into
0: our question of the day, though, I just want to remind everybody that I was right on Friday about question of the day, that there would be no (laughs) free agent signings because it's just too early. And whenever these owners' meetings happen and the things will start happening.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you will see that when Bull is right, he's gonna let you know about it. When he's wrong, though. And he's wrong, though. We will have a lot of diversion uh, in, in nailing it down. So, Absolutely. All right. that's,
0: that's the way you're always right. <laughs>
1: See, it's the Twitter way for sure. So, okay. So, here's my question. Here's, I, I got one. All right. We're going to do an over-under on Mitch Garver. Over-under, let's, let's even be like 50 games. Over under, Mitch Garver fifty games. It can't now, be hard we, to win this
0: one. Are we like talking Mitch Garver catching fifty games, or are we talking Mitch Garver just playing fifty games?
1: Let's let's make it easy. Mitch Garver just playing fifty games. All over. I'm going under. I'm saying Mitch Garver makes twenty five games if he's lucky.
0: He played more than fifty games this year, and he and he played half of them with a torn labrum or, or whatever it is. It is elbow or something
1: yeah i'm going way short on these. i'm going 25 games I, i'm going under well, so you have it here guys over
0: and on game <laughs> 61 whenever it's over don't think i'll have forgotten about this
1: awesome man well, hey bull i appreciate the talk it's always a blast i think we'll be back tomorrow unless anything exciting goes about we'll probably be doing the same thing uh as we did today just with a different position um So we'll probably inform you guys on Twitter, kind of maybe take another poll or something like that when we nail down exactly what position we're going to talk about unless there's free agent news. Does that sound good to you, brother?
0: That sounds good to me. I mean, we can just roll right along into first base or we can throw everybody for a loop and head out to right field or something. I don't care.
1: (laughs) All right. Sounds good, man. Well, hey, uh, it's always a pleasure, you guys. We just really appreciate anybody that uh, gives us their time of day. And uh, we just want to wish you guys all the best. Uh, Bull, you got anything uh, for the crew before we sign out?
0: No, just uh, the only thing is thank you for all the people that have listened so far. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I hope you uh, tell some people about it and uh, they start listening as well.
1: Yes, sir. Share the show, guys. We love you guys. Later.